everyone, and welcome to the show. My guest today is myself, actually. This week, I decided to interview myself. How I did so was by doing those cards um, called uh, Icebreaker from the Best Self Company. And yeah, it uh, wasn't too long of a podcast, but yeah, I think it was a good one. I enjoyed it myself, so I hope you guys enjoy, and please welcome myself. As I said in the intro, I had a last minute reschedule, but it's all good. Just want to interview myself and just see where it goes. Essentially, uh, I have a game or a game called Icebreaker from a company called Best Self, and essentially it is uh, cards divided into six categories: life, random, deep experiences, if you could, and would you rather. And I'm just gonna see where this goes. Honestly, I think this could last, you know, five minutes. Could last an hour or anything in between, but we'll always see where it goes. I have a little old fashioned next to me, and I've been sitting on here for a couple minutes. And yeah, we're just gonna see where everything goes. So I'm just gonna draw a random card. Hmm. What's well, the life question? And it's what it what is one family tradition you like to carry on into the future? It is, I said on the last podcast with Kevin, but essentially the one main tradition I love to carry on is Ukraine Christmas. We celebrate on January 6th and 7th, typically on 6th. We have a, a huge dinner. That's our Christmas Eve. And yeah, we have, have a huge feast, have a ton of people over and carolers come. And yeah, just a great um, family atmosphere, a great celebration. And uh, especially just after Christmas, it's just good to be, it's just good to be around good people and family and relax and just have a good time and celebrate with one another. So it's definitely a uh, tradition I definitely enjoy quite a bit and look forward to it every single year. Other than that, well then, potentially Halloween, but I just personally love Halloween as a holiday. I love dressing up, especially as Batman. And I once bought a $400 Batman costume that were only, I think three or four times now in the past five years, five or six years. So I definitely need to get more uses out of it and not really gonna buy more Halloween costumes potentially. Just because I draw so much money on that one um, costume. So Halloween, I definitely enjoy. I enjoy dressing up and just being someone else, dressing as a maybe superhero or whatever. But other than that, family tradition-wise, yeah, just the Ukraine Christmas, definitely. Let's see what else. This is actually pretty fun. I'm enjoying this. Hmm. What was the worst haircut you've ever had? I think the worst haircut I personally ever had was either a faux hawk, I think early junior high or mid junior high, like grade eight, or just having blonde streaks in the hair when I was in uh, elementary school. Can't, I don't have any pictures to but yeah, I think the faux hawk definitely it was an interesting look for sure. But I think I definitely rocked it better um, when I had a legit mohawk and a beard, like a long ass beard when I grew, was much older. So, but definitely the fall off when I was like in grading, it was just a terrible idea. I think it was a fad. I don't know why I got it, but yeah, I had it for a while and 
I think it is worse. Yeah, it. Could be worse, could be the bus cuts, but that's just my opinion. Ooh. If you could only drink one type of alcohol for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Well, I guess this is an alcoholic drink, but one type of alcohol. Oh, it'd either be bourbon or beer. Just because beer is just on a hot sunny day. Maybe you work had a long, long day, you worked hard, maybe hit the gym as well. And sometimes it's good to relax, have a nice glass of beer. But also old fashioned, it's the nice sipping drink. You can have essentially um, not wood ever, but like any time of the year where beer I find sometimes more of a summery type drink, maybe a sports drink when you got a excuse me, dry, dry, dry throat with COVID here. Um, probably when you're more at football games or hockey games. But yeah, I'll say probably old fashioned because I'm really enjoying this one right now. What was the hardest decision I've ever had to make? Hmm. Probably what I wanted to do with my life. But I'm really thinking about it. Just as just growing up, I never really, never looked too far into the future. I just focused on playing sports and having fun. And then one day I graduated high school and then going from university to university, from course to course and never really sticking with anything. So I think just kind of finding what I wanted to do the, was the hardest decision I ever had to make, honestly. Just never was something I thought of growing up and just, just so many options to choose and so many things you could do nowadays, especially with social media and technology. So yeah, I think it just comes down to what you actually enjoy doing in life, what makes you happy, following that. And, and potentially to make you some money, low money, or tons of money, and then you have to find a way to also support yourself what you love and go from there. Mm. What's the last product I returned? Oh, this is an easy one. I recently returned a uh, 10 pack. 10 pound bag of uh, rusted potatoes to the sale foods. I won't say which location here in Edmonton, but I pulled up four potatoes I was going to cook for the evening and for other meals. And I, as I, um, as I cut into the four, they all had bruising inside and just really bad and returned the product and essentially had a taco salad instead. So, but yeah, other than that, I don't find I return too many products. I find I, I usually buy decent products, but if it's not, depending on the cost, that really depends on the return. So if it's something cheap, maybe I'll buy another product, but it depends. I guess, yeah, it depends if it's down or not, what product it is typically. Yeah, watch, 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 watch which potatoes you're buying out there, for sure. What What's your most powerful and vivid memory? Wow. I'm not sure about that question particularly, but I think a couple recent memories, uh, it's funny how certain foods you eat or certain, I think, music you listen to can trigger memories in your life that you either forgot about or makes the memories more clear. And I was listening to Pink Floyd Comfortably Numb today, 
And it brought me back to me playing video games with a buddy of mine in elementary and junior high named um, Steven Nadiev. And him and I played soccer together growing up. And yeah, I remember him him going to my place and me going to his place. I think we were playing NHL, maybe 2009, 2007 back then. And this thing that came point is just chilling and playing soccer. So it was a ton of fun. And then another time, I was listening to Aerosmith and also the Beatles and it brought back to me playing video games as well and hanging out with my friend Anthony's, my friend Anthony Skira growing up in junior high. And him and I both had a, a love for the Beatles and older music in junior high. And we just bought play Guitar Hero, Halo 3. That was just a ton of fun, but it's crazy how certain music you listen to, certain, yeah, certain foods you eat, certain senses about can bring you back to a time you, you forgot about, haven't thought about in a while. And I'm not sure what's to that, like what causes, right, if you Google it, but what actually causes that to trigger your brain, like maybe it's a chemical reaction, but it's pretty interesting with thoughts, memories, experiences, emotions, all that tied together. Hmm. What I rather, what I rather, why oh, aren't accessory? Come on. Would you, would I rather be rich or famous? Interesting. I for sure would rather want to be famous than, no, sorry, rich than famous. And the reason why. Simply is, I'd rather just, you know, be wealthy or have a lot of ton of money, that's what rich means, or I guess I'll have a lot of assets. And you know, donate in secret and private, not just uh just nothing, no reason particular. I just like to guess stand out that much or be hyped or anything like that, I'm not sure. But yeah, I just like to be rather have money and be well known in particular. If both happen, fine with both, but I just pretty much enjoy having maybe a quiet, peaceful yeah, just quiet life with a group of friends and but being famous i'm not sure what that would be like you essentially you know social media you have kind of no privacy anymore but being famous being known by everyone you can't go anywhere without being recognized people want to take photos want you to do impressions or whatever it is they want you to do and i think that would be pretty with it would be potentially more difficult to have a private life i think so yeah i try to be rich have a ton of money do what I want to do in, in private and just enjoy life. Hmm. If I could, answers already, but if I couldn't have any superpower, what would I choose? I know I answered Wolverine. I think I just want to be able to regenerate and live for a long period of time. Just reason being that if you, you don't have to worry about getting essentially hurt, they, um, hurt from work or hurt from anything, you just regenerate bones. You can right go hit the gym, won't get hurt at all. If you pull a muscle, it will heal itself. So I think that in itself is just incredible. But other than that, I think having like Thor's power or you mean the Hulk would just be crazy. Just someone makes you mad, you just explode into a green monster. You start wrecking everything. That's insane. 
how could you live life? Like, I think even, I think it's your heart rate, if I remember correctly from the comic books or from the movies. Yeah, that means if you haven't maybe getting heated in the bed, you could potentially turn to the Hulk and crush your girlfriend or wife. Now you're wanted for murder. That's crazy. It'll be interesting, but I think Superman would be cool just because you're from another planet, you're gonna live longer. Yeah, but my favorite superhero of all time, not sure why, would um, easily be Batman. Maybe it's because he's just a regular person, and by regular person, I mean he doesn't have special abilities. He's essentially just a normal, normal human being. He is a lot due to his father's uh, company. He has a foundation which he uh, donates to charity, but then he also has a league of superheroes which he fights alongside with, which is pretty badass. So I think that is pretty cool as well. But yeah, he's just my favorite superhero. I'm not sure why. Ooh, what season fits my personality? No idea. Oh, I need some dad's that for me. Cause I just have no idea. That's interesting. Ooh, experiences. What's the first concert uh, you ever went to? I think a couple of. I think the first concert I've ever been to. I want to say I'm pretty certain it was Paul McCartney in New York, the summer of 2008, 2009, when I was going from junior high to high school. And yeah, the Beatles, as I mentioned, is my all-time favorite band. And I remember, I remember Paul McCartney was doing a chore, and he is my favorite Beatle. And I just remember one, how low chances there are that they're once like still doing music because they're pretty old, born in the 40s. And also how often we be back to tour again. So then I've been fortunate enough to um, have uh, the parents that you have and they have to go to New York and go see Paul McCartney. I'm pretty sure that was my first concert. And then I think, I, well, I think one of my, the first concert I've been to regards to, you know, paying for myself. It would be Motley Crue when I was in grade 10. I'm one with, I want to say Dylan and Stephen Larkin and Anthony Scura. And maybe um, Curtis, I think his name is. I apologize. But yeah, it was, um, I think it was called Rexall then, or Skyward Chunk, but I think it was Rexall here in Edmonton. And I believe Joan Jett open for them and it's a crazy concert and I think that's potentially one of the heaviest band I would listen to I don't like too much heavy metal but yeah that was probably the first two concerts and I think those are two incredible bands to go see and Molly Crew matches to go see see Joan Jett as well and then on top of that Paul McCartney but I also remember my good friend Anthony Scurra I used to hang out a lot in junior high um, we got tickets to go see Aerosmith, and I believe his godmother, I want to say, worked on the tour. 
and one Aerosmith came on. We actually have four seats, one Aerosmith came on. So that was pretty incredible. So I think those will have to be my top three concerts I've been to, Aerosmith, Molly Crew, and of course, Paul McCartney. And then other concerts I've seen been to as uh, U2, Bon Jovi, Kenny, uh, Dean Brody. I don't think I'm missing anything else. Hmm. I've been to Paul McCartney twice, actually. I've seen him again in 2019, uh, late October, September. And I got to see him with my mother. So I saw Paul McCartney York with my father. So those are both incredible experiences with my parents. And yeah, in both times, he did encores. In New York, he did two encores. And this past 17, he did another encore. He was in his 80s, late 70s, rocking and rolling. And it's crazy sometimes what a uh, love for something can Give you longevity life, I believe. Have you been told you looked like someone famous? Who was it? I don't think I've been told I look like someone famous. I've, tried, I've been told, but I don't believe it. But I have been told I do sound like a couple people famous. One is Ray Romano from Everyone's Raymond, and also I sound like Kermit the Frog. So every time like I cheered when I was on a football team, people would just kind of laugh and say, I love your voice and kind of make fun of it. It's all it's all fun, but yeah, so Kermit the Frog and and uh, Ray Romano for everyone knows Raymond. And I'm not sure if those are good voices at all. Maybe I sound different here on the microphone, but yeah, it's pretty interesting to have those two voices. But we'll pick some famous. Uh, I don't think I look like anyone famous. At least not, not that anyone I know of. It's actually pretty fun. My deep question What are you most worried about with the next generation? Oh, that is easy. I think I have this before, but I believe the, the thing I'm most worried about. Not just um, the next generation, but also this current generation. Is the one is simply technology. I love technology's uses. No, but how far we came with research, with medicine, the things we're able to do with technology, like again, medicine operations, build buildings, vehicles, just so many things we be able to do with technology, and also stay connected. With before the internet, people used to have to do a phone call. Before having phones, they had to mail Morse code. It took forever for people to communicate. And now we're able to, on a click of a button, FaceTime, see people basically face to face on another, another continent, another city. So I think that's incredible in itself. But I think one thing, yeah, I'm most scared of is that we may be disconnected. We may gravitate too much towards technology, especially with um, the virtual reality coming out. And, you know, I'm probably going to try it out and love it. You know, I love technology myself. I'm on YouTube all the time using my iPhone. So I'm definitely not shy of technology and there's definitely benefits. But I think sometimes we can be, um, first of all, less connected with people. You know, sometimes go with a group of friends. Sometimes everyone's on their phone, texting. 
maybe on Instagram, and, and especially you know sitting down. And that's particularly why my uh, one of the reasons why I started this podcast is is how often do people sit down face to face, put their phones away, and just have a, a nice conversation and and see where it goes, you know. And that's why I started this podcast. You know, we got people from different backgrounds just come on and get to learn and we just have open discussions. It's pretty amazing. I think one thing that we could lose as we uh, yeah, move towards the next generations is we potentially be just in two technology-based static sense where eventually potentially emerging technology or virtual reality, we will stop going outside Maybe the experiences inside of virtual reality are just much more, just more better, more sensational, less harmful. It doesn't hurt our um, ego. It doesn't, yeah, I guess it doesn't, it doesn't hurt us in the sense that we're potentially crafting towards just being inside technology. And I don't think it will happen, but that's one thing particularly potentially worried about. And also, yeah, I think that would be only just technology, just. It's a double-edged sword in a sense. It's great. It's great to use if you use it correctly. Same with Facebook, same with Instagram. But if you use it incorrectly, it'll start using you. And it'll be basically almost almost like a robot. There's people that live day in, day out just to have Facebook basically battles or Twitter battles and just fight with people you don't know or potentially know on on Facebook or whatever. And it's, I don't think it's a healthy way to live, in my opinion. But if you want to live that way, you know, they, especially in Canada, United States, they have the freedom to do so. And hey, that that's your life, and you get to choose what you want to do with it. Sorry about the delay. Oh man, I put on the same one as well from last time. What's my guilty pleasure? Hmm. Hmm. I think I am not sure. I am not sure what my guilty pleasures. I think definitely. Especially now that I'm kind of trying to diet more, eat more healthy, guilty pleasure would be probably having sour, sour suckers or sour sugars or sour keys as they're called. Those are my one of my all-time favorite candies. And it's definitely a guilty pleasure of mine. Maybe a movie, guilty pleasure-wise. <sighs> Gotta be honest, I watch a variety of movies will be the longest ride. Uh, love that movie. One of my all-time favorite movies. Honestly, all-time favorite movies. That's that's putting too far up the list, but I definitely enjoy it as a romantic movie goes. But definitely one of my all-time favorite movies would be Forrest Gump. That movie, for me, is just incredible. And I don't know what is particularly about the film. That's maybe just the storyline of someone who has a lot stacked against them 
No, not really. He doesn't have the sharpest IQ. And kind of just, I want to I share, he just does things. He follows school, gets graduations by playing football, being in the right place at the right time. Then joins the military, meets a friend, keeps his promise. Again, by luck, becomes only shrimp captain. And just an amazing story. I just love the movie in itself. That's my take on it. I could be way off. Yeah. Guilty pleasure would be Deathly Sour Soothers and a wrong call. That's a good night. That's a good night. Get a couple more cards. Hmm. What is something I think everyone should do at least once in their lives? Hmm. I think one thing, one thing is to, I would say definitely travel, explore other places, other cultures, see what it's like. Um, but other than that, I'll say, I'll say maybe weed, but that's it. Just depends on the person. I think someone should be a minimum eighteen, at least at least in their twenties when they're more coming to develop. And but again, it's some people take well to it. Some people can't have it at all. I know one person he. Can't have more than one, like half of a puff of a joint before you get sick. Another people can smoke all day long, no problem, still function. But I think that's definitely it. Other than that, you you do what you want to do. If you want to explore other options, other ventures out there, you can do that. But definitely travel would be definitely. Well, that's just funny, man. Come on. Give the same ones again. Yeah, so this dead air. What's my best scar story? Well, I don't have too many scars, I don't think. Oh, yeah, the one on my right kind of hand, my thumb. And how it happened was, is in elementary school, I believe I was in grade five. I went to elementary school and it had a, a hole and a pocket rip attached to it. And of course, around that was a fence with barbed wire over top. And I believe I kicked the ball over the fence. And of course, the rules are you kick it over, you have to go get it. And it wasn't on the way over, but it was on the way back. Where, as I went over the fence, my hand kind of grazed one of the wires. And I'm telling you, it isn't too bad at all. 
But that's my only scar story, I believe. Hmm, maybe one or two more. Would you rather live in an apartment in the city or a mansion in the country? I could honestly do either or. I can adapt easily. No, I love the city. Having the menus right by, the restaurants right near, basically at your doorstep. You can go to drive anywhere. If you work downtown, it's perfect. The atmosphere, the hustle and bustle in some cities, but it's a great atmosphere to be downtown. But I think studies have shown, I haven't done this research, but I've, I believe studies have shown that living in cities, especially with this heavy traffic, all the pollution from their cars, kind of lessened your life expectancy by a little bit. I'm not sure to what extent, but 100% I would rather live in a mansion in the country. And it's not that it's the mansion I would enjoy and itself would be badass, but I think I would enjoy just having my own space, being outdoors, it's quiet, it's peaceful. Again, if you have your own space, you can have parties, no one's gonna complain. Yeah, pride again, privacy. I feel again, yeah, I love the suburbs as well. But again, I think the homes are too close. You don't really have too much privacy sometimes in regards to maybe having people over backyard. I think the country for myself personally, I don't want to drive maybe to work or maybe to go to the grocery store or whatever, but it's a bit longer drive. I'd rather have that <clears throat> personally. I have like the peace and quiet, my own kind of property, my own area, then live in the city. I'll do either or again, but then rather live in the city and have everyone around. All right, sorry about that. I just pick, uh, pick the same card again. So I have to repick again. Experiences. What's the most embarrassing thing that happened to you during a date? Hmm. Most. There's been a few embarrassing things I've done on dates. One would definitely be getting action cone and there's uh, sometimes the outdoor tables that they're not just salt throughout their kind of meshed uh, melt tables and kind of picnic tables. And of course, the ice cream melts a little bit and drips right through the table and lands on me. It's a little bit embarrassing. What else? Well, yeah, when I was uh, one of my first year's girlfriends in high school, grade 12, uh, again, I'm kind of a literal person, not all the time, I'm getting better, I believe, but I take things as they are. So if you tell me, say for example, you're gonna be, we're gonna meet up at this restaurant at 5 p.m. You know, I, I'm late sometimes as well. You know, not everyone's perfect. You know, when you say that, I expect you to be there at that place at five latest. So kind of that literal. Like someone tells me if I ask for, hey, like I ask my friend Kevin, where's like, I think you're cutting boards and you like on this side, this this cabinet, and I'll look there and I'll kind of be kind of flustered a little bit because it's not that specific spot he told me in. And of course I'll find it, but 
that, that would roll sometimes. So I was dating this girl in high school, and we would go to the movie theater. I like running a to go get popcorn. And I said, hey, would you like anything to get? Would you like a drink or would you like some popcorn? She said, no, thank you. I think she might have gone water, but okay, no problem. So in my mind, I'm going to get a medium drink for myself and a small popcorn because she didn't want anything. She said, hey, I didn't want anything. So, hey, I'm clear to go get my own popcorn just for me. So um, during the film, during the movie, no need my popcorn, and I typically wait. I guess maybe that's not a keep in mind, but I guess me and my brother, what we did growing up was wait until the movie actually starts before we have a popcorn. I'm not sure if that's, if that's like a 50 50 thing people do or just select a few. But during the movie, I also need my popcorn, and she kind of reached for my popcorn. And I don't know, I don't know if it was reflexively, but I kind of just like, Stop her, stop her hand, give her kind of a little snack. And she kind of got like a little shock look on her face. And I'm like, well, you see, you didn't want any popcorn. And then I may have shared, I'm not sure if I did or not, but yeah, I think that's, I guess, one of the most embarrassing things I've ever done on a date. But I'm going to do one more. Close my eyes, spend the deck here. Light question. What activity do you enjoy so much and make you lose track of time? I would say one, spending time with friends. I'm not sure if that's like a, a cliche. You know, I just enjoy spending time with my friends, putting my phone away, hanging out. And then look at the time. It's three, four hours later. Uh, but I'd say also podcasting. You know what? You start talking with someone and you look at the time, it's almost two hours later. Time just flies. And other than that, I would just say and the third thing we hit in the gym. Or just fitness in general. I enjoy playing sports, hitting the gym. And then sometimes, I, again, I just enjoy putting my phone away, either hanging with some friends, playing hoops, playing catch, and just chatting. Time goes by a few hours later. It's something I enjoyed growing up, actually, was playing roller hockey with uh, Jordan Cook and Dan Garlinka, two of my best nearby friends growing up. And yeah, we used to play every summer, play uh, road hockey. Uh, I think it would be one-on-one, and one person would go away, we rotate, do a little tournament, but kick the can, and then ride our bicycles in for long periods of time. And yeah, it's just a fun thing to do. It's something you do growing up, and then again, we grow up, we have these phones now, always on our phones. And I, I think also we have more responsibilities when we're older, jobs, children. But I think sometimes if we just live in more of a group activity, maybe you again, go ride a bike with friends, hang on friends with all your phones, just sometimes a much more enjoyable experience. And sometimes we'll get the, the, the photo experience, the photo memories, or the photo for Instagram, but hey, sometimes it's just a, a great memory for you and your friend, you and your loved one to enjoy just between you two and no one, no one has to go about it. So I just think that's a beautiful thing. So I think I'm just gonna end it there. 
I enjoyed it. I'm not sure how long I've gone here, but I appreciate you guys listening. And I'll have a next, my next guest is going to be amazing. So stay tuned, guys. And as you guys can, whoever's been listening to this podcast, I truly appreciate it. And I hope uh, we get more uh, more awesome guests on the show and more value to you guys. And and I hope this thing can just go expand to more people who can just enjoy um, discussion in a sense. So thank you, you guys.